Monday, and welcome back into another edition of Prime Sports World. Coming to you, uh, bringing you the NBA Finals. Talk about Denver seizing control of the series as we are about an hour away from the tip of game number five. What essentially could be the season finale uh, of the NBA, the 2023 2023 NBA season. Uh, I'm about that, man. I don't know about that, man. Tyler Hero's back tonight, man. Denver's in trouble, man. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, yeah, breaking news. Tyler Hero will play, and he will not have a minute restriction in this particular game. Uh, but Denver is in control. They're up 3-1 uh, after they pretty dominant over the weekend. Uh, we're also going to talk about the Toronto Raptors finding their guy. Um, so we got a lot to talk about here. I'm David Hoffman right there. It's Mr. DJ Hopkins. Please like, share, and subscribe to the podcast as we're about an hour from the tip. Now let's talk a little bit about the NBA Finals as we are. That's what we're doing here. Nuggets are up 3-1 uh, in game three and four. The Nuggets won by more than double digits uh, in – I got to fix that. But Nuggets win 109-94. to They win 108-95 to in game number four. Nicole Jokic has been absolutely dominant in this series. Uh, 30 points, 14 rebounds, eight assists. Jimmy Butler, uh, 22 points, five rebounds, six assists. But actually, Bam Adebayo has probably been their best player. Also, uh, Jamal Murray, first player in finals history to have four games in a row with at least 10 assists in every game. Uh, never been done before in the history of the NBA. That is a cool stat right there. And uh, also tonight when uh, when the game kicks off, Mike Breen is 100th NBA Finals game. Uh, in his illustrious career, uh, all Hall of Fame career. So let's talk about what's been the big difference. Also, I think in game four, if you had told Heat fans that Jamal Murray would sort of struggle, Nicole Jokic would be in foul trouble and have to leave the game for seven minutes in the fourth quarter, you think you win that game. No, you get beat by 13 points and you were never competitive in the fourth quarter uh, as Bruce Brown went ham. Yeah. Um, <laughs> what, 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 was the, what was the first question? Well, what's been the difference for the Nuggets? Oh. Uh, you know, again, from game one, game two, they split, and then game three and game four, they've been very dominant for well, the, both those games, really. It's what you said. It's Denver's been the team that's been making getting, making all the, uh, the the little plays, the loose balls, the block shots, the steals. The defense has been phenomenal since game two, and even in get like even like I said in game two, that you were down double digits with two minutes left and it came down to a three-point shot at the buzzer to send the game to ot like if i'm he if i'm a heat fan like yeah i won the game but i don't feel good about that because truth be told if if you lose tonight you should if people are going to say you should have got swept you should even won game two yeah, it's true this series should be all 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 intents and purposes be over already 
like that dead ass like this shit <laughs> like so like that's that's what the difference been like now i also the the, the others for the heat have come back down to earth like i kept saying like in order for them to in order for them to win this series they would have had to be perfect and perfect was them playing game two 48 percent from three getting to the free throw line doing like doing everything perfectly and you still only won by three points and that's after like i said after being up double digits uh, with, with two, two minutes two, left. Two, two minutes left in the game yeah and the nuggets were able to claw their way so back. and like but I, but I think that one of the big things that really the defensive adjustments on the defensive side of the ball for the denver nuggets they're handling pick and roll better they're guarding yeah. Jimmy Butler better they're, yeah. they're guarding the three-point line in general but just better right now um and they're just a better team from top to bottom they have more talent on this roster um, and it, i was i was trying to ch- i was trying to tell the ceo i was trying to tell izzy i <laughs> I'm like, all right, now what's what's the norm? Like they've been shooting, they've been shooting lights out in the playoffs, and they were literally one of the worst three point shooting teams in the regular season. Now what's the bigger body of work, and what's the norm? Them being a bad three point shooting team, right? What's more likely to happen? Them keep like them staying hot, or them crashing back down to earth? Gabe Vincent, Gabe Vincent went good in game three and four, like he was in games one and two. I mean, he hasn't, been, he hasn't been all that good. I mean, I guess he was good in one, but Max Struess has been awful in Max this Struce, series. Max Struess has had one good game, game two. Duncan Robinson's had one good game, game two. He's had spurts in a couple other games where he's been okay. Uh, but, yeah, for the most part, he's been what he's been for his most of his career. Um, a streaky spot-up shooter who's a liability on the defensive end of the ball. Exactly. Which is, which is, why, he, which is why he was completely out of the rotation. But I think one of the most important thing for Denver is that they locked down on defensive end. Um, they they basically have limited Miami Heat to under 100 points three of the finals games. Say whatever you will, but that's rare in the NBA to have and, they had not score really at least crazy. 100 points. Yeah, and what's really crazy is the Heat hasn't been they haven't been able to stop the others on Denver. One, game three, who was the hero? Christian Brown. I mean, Aaron Gordon was really good too, and I mean, he's been good in every game, but he was really good in Game Four. <laughs> and Game Four, Aaron Gordon to the rescue. Like, and like you said, like Joker had five fouls. He sat out for seven minutes, and you couldn't make a dent. Yeah, the lead was exactly the same as it was when he left the floor, <laughs> as it was when he came back. And so they, I just, yeah. I mean, I, I just have, I just got the question for Heat fans. I'm like, okay, so Game Four wrapped up. You know, they won, and I went straight to Twitter. I'm like. Oh, y'all not blaming the refs tonight? Like, what happened? <laughs> you know, because you know, like it's you know, because Joker gets away with a lot. Apparently, I like, I don't you know like like I'm I, I'm just curious. Like, do y'all see what they're doing to Nicole Jokic in the post? Like, do you not know? Jokic could literally shoot way more free throws than he does already if they officiated him. <laughs> Like yeah, yeah. Was- he, he, he for sure doesn't get a lot of foul calls, and he gets a lot of t- he, he picks up a lot of ticky tack fouls that probably like even he doesn't pick up on they're his mo- end. Like they're mostly frustration fouls because he's not getting the whistle on the yeah. other end. Now, I mean, the other thing that they've been doing is so my, they've also been winning this series three games to one with Michael Porter Jr. not playing particularly well. Uh, I think he's accepted the fact that I'm not going to shoot the basketball well in this series. So I'm going to be taking it to the rim. I'm going to be the cutter. Like his shift it, from his shift, like the way he's played the last two games, has really been noticeable. And uh, it kind of took, took Christian Brown playing like that in game three to 
basically wait open his eyes because if you if you go back to game three, Michael Porter Jr. didn't play down the stretch. Yeah. Christian it was it was Christian Brown because Christian Brown took one spot up three, he hit the side of the backboard. And ever since that he was cutting to the basket, getting dunks and ones, all, like all of that. And then well, he was game, making, he's making a lot of the hustle plays, like, you know, on defense, going after loose balls, diving on the floor. And this is a rookie, keep in mind, folks. Like, Christian Brown is a rookie. And Michael Porter Jr. kind of saw that in game four. And game four, what does he do? His first possession, he touches the ball, he puts the ball on the floor, gets the, he misses. But I don't care about that, bro. Just be aggressive. Be aggressive, be assertive. Like, obviously, if the shot is open, take it. But... <coughs> Just like to your point, don't just don't settle for those. You're like you're six ten, be six ten. I mean, like, yeah, free super athleticism. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I think those have been the major differences. Let's talk about this tonight. Um, does this series end tonight? And can the Heat make any adjustments to maybe claw their way back and win and pull off a miracle? Like, well, this is this is they're pulling their 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 ace card, their trump card, right? It's. Tyler Hero, they tease. They, bas- they basically tease it the whole series. Like, all right, well, like basically putting in Denver's head. Well, hey, he might not come back this game, but he 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 could come back eventually. Now the <clears> question <throat> the question that you have is: Is it too little, too late? Because I think this shit is over tonight. I think I, I think the, I, I think this series ends tonight. I, I don't think coming, back, coming back of not playing two months in the altitude. Uh, <laughs> I, we don't you. know. We have no idea what kind of basketball shape he's even in. Thank um, you. I, I, I would be shocked. I mean, I'm sure he'll have some sort of impact. Like you probably hit a shot here or there, but to th- think he's going to come back off of not playing for two months and be a immediate difference maker is laughable. Because and Denver has been so dominant. I mean, <laughs> this series should be. They should have swept the, the Heat. Like so, they should never. They never should have let Game Two slip away because they were up in that game too. If you sure. and, and 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 now he said, and Eric Spolster says they're going back to their normal rotation, which cons, which constructs of constructs of what is is Tyler Heroes like? Does he start for them now? He starts for them now, right? Correct. Does that mean, so, does that mean Duncan, Robin, Duncan Robinson doesn't play anymore? And I mean, who, that's 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 what the rotation was. He wasn't in it. And who who is Tyler Hero supposed to be guarding? Because we ain't finna act like he this lockdown defender either. Like that's not. Yeah, he's that. arguably one of the worst defenders in the NBA. He's a turn. He's a turnstile. Yeah. He's a turn. He's a turnstile. Like, hey, he go. You go. He gonna light you up for twenty, but you might get twenty five off him. Like, let's let's keep it real. Like, the only thing that Denver has to adjust to is him being out there on the perimeter. You can't leave him wide open. Yeah, he can really he can really shoot it. Like, you know, but they have a bunch of guys that have been that same role. I mean, the Duncan Robinsons of the world. I mean, I don't know necessarily that the defensive adjustments changes all that much for Denver. I think they're still going to play this the way they would. I think this series does end tonight. Sorry, Izzy. I know you've won a lot of jelly beans with the Miami Heat this this playoffs or whatever, 2,000 jelly beans. But Because if he's guarding, if he's guarding KCP, all right. KCP, you can put the ball on the floor. I just need you to go right back at him on the other end. We already know he yeah. ain't guarding Jamal Murray, and if they and if they get that switch, good luck. Yeah, and he's not guarding. He's not guarding Mike MPJ. Not, he ain't guarding uh, MPJ. He ain't guarding uh, Aaron Gordon. Aaron Gordon. <laughs> like, so I think it'll, I think it'll be interesting to see what kind of impact Tyler Hero actually has on this series. Uh, now that he is for sure going to come back, uh, kudos to him for you know getting back on the floor. He easily could have just been like you know we're losing by 
It's 3-1. I'm going to save myself for next season. Uh, I mean, uh, kudos to him for getting back on the floor. I, I don't know what he can do adjustment-wise. Because no, there's it, nothing like – there's not going to be – there's not going to be any adjustments at this point. Like, these yeah. two teams have already played four games against each other. They know each other pretty well. Like, there's not going to be any adjustments. The Heat just have to make shots. And do I think that he can make enough shots to make this series remotely competitive? But no, I just don't. I think Denver is going to get tonight or tomorrow or whatever the next game is. Game Was it Thursday night? Mm-hmm. What today is Monday? Yeah, it would be Thursday night. Thursday, Wednesday, or Thursday, Monday too. I think it's. I think they're doing three games between each game now, so it would be on Thursday night. But I think this series ends tonight. I don't think there's a like heat adjustments, and I don't think they can come back and win this. Series. And this whole said, this whole notion, the series, uh, got the Nuggets. This whole notion of the NBA ain't gonna let this end in five, bro. The NBA, the Spurs beat a LeBron-led team in five games. LeBron in his prime, by the way. Uh, I mean, he, he let Kevin Durant sweep the Lakers. He'll sweep LeBron in, in a series against Kevin Durant. I mean, do you think like the, right, right. But, right. the Warriors swept the, a, a LeBron-led team, bro, but they're not going to let this end in five. Like, I, Bro, do y'all realize that this finals, like the numbers, the ratings, are the same as what Boston and Golden State was a year ago? They're literally the exact same. So a uh, so apparently people are watching. Like I don't know what the the NBA damn sure ain't losing no money. Every no, game been, every game been sold out. I, I do I do think that the Miami Heat fans gotta step up. If they if this game does get to game six, like they, they can't be leaving the building with like five minutes left in the game with like they're down by ten points. Like that like it's just insane to watch them all just leave the building. And if you're a player, man, like that's gotta be demoralizing as hell. Like you're playing and like all of a sudden your your fans are just in droves, just deep and dipping out. They're just dipping out. Like and you, and, and you think they learned that they would have learned their lesson because obviously, you know, they that Ray Allen play, yeah, they, they all try they to come were, back in the building. Yeah. Yeah. Oh no, no, hey, like st- stadiums, uh people stadiums have what's called the good night rule, which means if you leave the stadium, at no point in time can you come back in. They don't care about the money you pay for the ticket, they don't care where your seat is. You left the stadium. Guess what? Good night. Bye. See you next time. So maybe I don't know. Get your money's worth and stay during the whole game. Yeah, I mean, you pay, if you're paying, you're paying hundreds of dollars for that ticket, you're gonna leave early. <laughs> not, <laughs> Come on. not hundreds, not hundreds. This is the finals. You're paying thousands yeah. at this point. You're paying thousands at this point. And heat adjustments. Um, I don't like you said. Make shots. Play better defense. I don't. I don't know because this whole notion of oh, make Joker score. We can beat them. Like you did that in game four. Yeah. Joker didn't have. Joker didn't have double-digit assists in Game Four. You still I mean, but lost. Jamal, but Jamal Murray's been the facilitator on this team. Like he's been the one, you know, driving this offense. Double-digit assists in every single game this series. Um, he's only 15 away from having like the assist record for five games in the playoff series. Um, no, you, you still lost. Like the, this whole notion of we got to make him a score. Like no, you don't. Like there's just they have the best player. They have the best two players, arguably. In yeah. this, in this series, if you want to put Jimmy Butler ahead of Jamal Murray, uh-huh. fine. I can't, I, I can't do that right now. <laughs> fine, be my guest. If you want to put Bam ahead of Jamal Murray in this series, fine, be my guest. But all it, all that's. I mean, really yeah, I mean, Jokic Yo- 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 in Game Three had 20, 32 points and 12, 21 <laughs> rebounds and ten assists, like. <laughs> And Jokic Yo- 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 in foul trouble in Game Four, still had twenty three and twelve. Like, 
yeah, this series, this is a wrap. Uh, well, we, I'll be, I'll be, I'll be shocked if this game is even remotely competitive. I think they get they, the Nuggets by thirty piece Miami. Hey, so. hey, and and David, you said Jamal Murray is he's going to have double digit assistance. What? What would it be four straight games? Yeah, never been done in the history of the NBA. Um, and Nikola Jokic is still leading the league, still leading the team in assists this postseason. Yeah. Yep. Well, like, I mean, like, come on, bro, like. I, he played. He passed the ball like a water polo. But you ever watch Olympic water polo? Yep. You ever see how they pass the ball? That is how Jokic. It's, like, it, it, it's literally like touch passes. Like he barely even touches the basketball <laughs> before he passes it. It's like it's, it's nuts. Uh, but yeah, we'll see what ends up happening tonight. That tip off is about forty five minutes away. Uh, let you let me know your predictions down in the comment section. Who you think is going to come out of that game? I got Denver wrapping it up here tonight. Uh, moving on to the, let's talk about the Raptors getting their guy uh, as they hire Darko Rajovic. Rajovic. Rakovic. Rakovic. Let's go Right, But, yeah, so Memphis Grizzlies assistant coach. He's been an assistant 2014 for the Thunder, Suns, and Grizzlies. Uh, He coached in Serbia from 1996 to 2012. He was the Tulsa 66ers head coach from 2012 to 2014. Um, The Raptors appear to be a team that could be be making a transition with roster turnover expected this summer. Uh, The contract details have yet to be released on this hire. Um, Fred Van Fleet did decline his player option, which I fully expected him to do, uh, to sign up a new lucrative long-term deal. Um, Mm -hmm. What do we think about this hire? And I do like the fact that we're getting kind of these new blood um, because we had, was it two of the hires were new guys? Like, you know, assistants getting their first chance of being a head coach. I like it. Uh, wait, who? Uh, but I, I don't. I, I, I will be. I will be blunt with you. I don't. I don't know a lot about Darko. Like, yeah, I don't know too much. Like that's that's kind of that's how it's supposed to be, right? Remember when the um, remember when the Grizzlies hired Dave Yeager? We're like, who the hell is that guy? Yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, didn't no, no, nobody. I mean, you can make this. You can make the same argument. The guy who's coaching the whole coach of that team right now. It's like, who the hell is this guy? Like, uh, hell is this? I so same thing with uh, like, and they did it again with um Taylor Jenkins. Like, who yeah. the hell? Is Ta- OKC oh, with uh, the guy they got right now. We like, who the hell is this dude? Right, like, so that's literally how it's supposed to be. Like, you hire Mark, Coach Mark. Yeah, like you hire you hire the person that no one's heard of. That which is kind of why, um, what's his name? Like Matt wanted the Suns to hire. Monty's top assistant. Young, right? Eric Young. Eric something. No, it's, not, it's not Eric. It's, it's it's something. It's Matt something, ain't it? Ain't his name Matt? But Kevin Young. Kevin Young, like same thing. Like it's like you want somebody like no one knows. So when you play Toronto next year, depending on what their roster looks like, you don't know what kind of style this guy's going to come out with. Yeah, you don't know nothing about him. You know absolutely nothing about him. So. Obviously, um, what's his name is still in charge up there. Uh, Kevin, Kevin Kevin Young is like now the highest paid assistant coach in the NBA now. Yeah, uh, oh, as, yeah. as of a couple days ago. Well, they 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 know that. Um, what you call it? Like come around this time next season, he was going to be a hot commodity. They were going to teams yeah. are going to go after him. Yep. Um, but what's his name? Masai Ujiri is is he he's yep. still calling? Yeah. Okay, so he's still calling shots up in Toronto. Um, I fully expect this team to somewhat look different. I honestly, I think this team, the Raptors, here's this term again, they plateaued as a roster. I obviously, 
you caught lightning in a bottle with a pissed off Kawhi Leonard because I just <laughs> like I, I think everybody thought that trade was just sending Kawhi off to like you know oh he's just gonna spend a year in purgatory and whatever happens happens he's leaving anyway they just happened to win a damn championship right granted they got some they, they caught a break along the way KD gets hurt Clay gets hurt otherwise. I mean, I think they would have won that series anyways, but that's something you hear there. If those two dudes was able to go, man, I, I, don't, I don't know. Like you said, it's neither here nor there. It's over. It's done. It happened. They, they had the champs. And then Kawhi leaves, and then you're expected to still be in the picture, and you are what you are without a Kawhi Leonard. You're what? Yeah, they, they, they just don't have a difference maker on the roster. I think, you know, Pascal Siakam is a fine player. But I think he needed like he can't be your best player. Like if you're going to be really competitive in the NBA, like Pascal Siakam cannot be your best player. He could be a fine second best player or even a third. But you're your best player. I think you're you're plateaued with how good you can be if Pascal Siakam is your best player. Even though he is talented, he he, talented. he leaves he, he leaves much to be desired. And, um, Van, and Van Vliet was able to learn under a Kyle Lowry, you know, come off the bench in that role. OG Ananobi was still playing behind both Kawhi Leonard and Pascal Siakam. So, again, you take away – you lose those two dudes. You lose a Cal Larry and you lose a Siakam – I mean, and a, a, a Kawhi. Now you're forced to play other dudes in situations they're probably not used to being in. Yeah, I mean, most people th- like thought Scotty Barnes would take a m- massive step forward from year one to year two. Didn't really happen. Uh, he kind of treaded water for his second season in the NBA, which is fine, right? But you need to get see more value out of him. Yeah, uh, Gary Trent Jr. is a really good basketball player who's wildly underrated across the NBA. Um, it'll be interesting to see what they do with him. But, yeah, this is for sure a roster that's probably going to look different next season. Uh, it's probably going to be a roster that doesn't include a Fred Van Fleet on the, on the team. Doesn't include a Pascal Siakam or an OG and an OB. I think this is a team that's probably going to make some changes here. Absolutely, I don't, I don't see them staying. I don't see it staying the same. I really, that's just me. I, I 100% agree with you. It'll be interesting to see what actually does happen. Uh, I think they have some valuable commodities, and like if this is a team that really wants to go all in on a rebuild. I mean, you could talk about trading Fred Van Fleet, Pascal Siakam, OG and Anobi package, whatever you get for those guys. Try to get into the top five of this draft. Try to see if you can get a, you know, upgrade at the point guard position through the draft. Because that's, I mean, I mean, that's what they. I mean, if they let him play Van Fleet walk, they should really be trying to trade up with Portland. Somebody. Or somebody. And get. I mean, like, Henderson. Right, you already know, like Bleacher Report, like they are on it. Like they are a top five destinations for uh, Fred Van Fleet, and I'm just like, damn, can y'all? Can, <laughs> hey, Jesus Christ, can y'all wait a day? <laughs> Like all we know is the man opted out. We don't know. Like we don't know what's behind that. Like, we well, don't know. you know, you know what I, we think is behind it. He's going to be. He wants a long-term flexibility, right? You mean you want to sign somewhere for a five-year deal? It gives you long-term security. And can Toronto not offer him that? I mean, yeah. I mean, they, they can offer him an extra year. They can offer him more money. Uh, but it all depends on where you want. If you want to go and win, I just don't think you're going to win in Toronto. Like. Like unless Scotty Barnes takes a massive leap forward, or Pascal Siakam, you know, takes another step forward. You know, he's you know, he's been good, but if he takes another step forward, like that's kind of what you kind of need if you're going to stay in Toronto. Yeah, because let let's be the last time we saw you on the NBA court, you blew a 19 point lead to a Chicago Bulls team that's that's not 
not good. <laughs> Bulls team not good. And there, 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 are, there are like a bunch of these teams in the NBA like that are right, like Toronto and Chicago. All of these teams that are like in the same kind of area. Of, yeah. yeah, like they're in the same bracket. Like they kind of need to decide. Like, hey, are we gonna, you know, continue to just throw whatever at the wall and hope it sticks, or are we gonna like <laughs> try or, or, or try to try. Like, or try to blow this up and like start from scratch, or actually like you know push towards the championship? We'll see. Um, it'll be interesting to see what happens, Toronto. I don't, I don't know a lot about. Darko, like I can't really talk about his coaching style or his philosophy. His Wikipedia page is pretty blank. Uh, both of the ESPN website that I read when they hired him didn't have a lot of information on his coaching philosophies or strategies, so I can't really talk about too much of that other stuff. He spent a, he spent a long time overseas, ninety six to twenty twelve. Yeah. So, nice. so we'll see what ends up happening. Uh, we'll talk about it here a little bit more as it gets down the stretch. Uh, but, yeah, we've got the NBA Finals game in about 45 minutes. Hopefully you guys all enjoy the game. Hopefully, you know, Denver wraps this up. Uh, if they do wrap it up tonight, we will be bringing you uh, a, a Finals recap tomorrow episode. Uh, otherwise, we're going to be jumping into the AFC South, talk about the Houston Texans and their and their season preview tomorrow. Um, Probably the Finals MVP GOAT talk, something like that. I don't know. Yeah, I like it. I like it. Uh, but, yeah, enjoy the, enjoy the game, TJ. Enjoy the game. Uh, we'll be back here tomorrow. Uh, Y'all have a good night. Stay safe out there. And TJ, what do we do here at the Prime, my friend? We bring the heat, kind sir. And, and we could we could use some heat back here in Fort Wayne, man. It's it's cold for June. For this, Jack, yeah, for this, for this time, yeah. Jacket, it's, it's, jacket, 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 hashtag jacket in June. <laughs> <laughs> I'll see you later, man. Have a good night. See you.